of, uh, of me as a Californian. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, here we go. Number one, my boyfriend cheated on me. I was tremendously into him and still am, but I am so hurt. What do I do? A, a personal rule that I have, this is just me. If someone cheats, that's it for me. Cheating is no, like it, like that's the end of the relationship. That's it. Here's the thing: you need to find out uh, why he cheated. You need to go forward with that, and you guys need to really examine your relationship. Um, both of you need to be honest with each other. And my my advice to you is to break this off because your relation you will never be able to trust in him the same way. Many couples talk about, oh, you know, someone had an affair in our relationship and now we're stronger than ever. I don't believe them. I don't believe that because the way trust is very fragile. Once when when a certain amount of trust is built up, whatever whatever the maximum height ever is, you can't get past it once someone breaks that trust. Once someone cheats on you, that trust has been shattered. So the maximum amount of trust you can have in that person is what you had already achieved. But all that trust was built on a lie. So I think you should move on with your life because it's going to be kind of hard. Because you're always going to be thinking if he's not with you or if he's texting someone or if he's doing something or he doesn't respond immediately, you will probably be, you'll likely be thinking, oh my God, is he cheating on me again? And I'll say this, people can change. People can change. People aren't robots where they're programmed to only do one thing forever people can change for the better people can change for the worse but i i I would suggest that you move on okay number two how do you feel about guys and jewelry my brother is going to be a junior in high school next year and wants to reinvent himself he wants to get his ears pierced and start wearing rings i think he'll look like an uh like an a uh what's your take I don't think guys look, I'm with you. I don't think guys look good with jewelry. That's just me. Guys and their ears pierced. I think, I think women look better with, with the, with jewelry than men do. The only thing I I can say about men is like, okay, if you have a, if you have a wristwatch, that's fine. If you have like a chain, okay. And a wedding ring. That's to me, that's the most, you you should have three pieces of jewelry if you are going to wear them. But I, I would, I, I don't know. I mean, if that's how he wants to reinvent himself, that's his business. But if his, his main question should be, well, why does he want to reinvent himself? Is he trying to be like someone else? Is he trying to, I mean, he, he should, he should stay authentic to who he is. He should be, some people say that it's, that it's blue pill advice to say, just be yourself. And it's like, that's not blue pill advice. You should be yourself, but you should try to be the best version of yourself. Stay true to who you are and improve that. Improve who you are. Work on your weaknesses, build on your strengths, but stay true to who you are. So you should first ask him why he wants to reinvent himself. But in answer to your question, I guys and jewelry, I I don't think it's a good combination. I, I don't like it. Three, I've been in a relationship for two years and I absolutely love her. Uh, and she has said and demonstrated, in my opinion, that she loves me. I want to propose, but I simply don't have money for a ring. What should I do? Well, first of all, I want to say um, congratulations. Um, 
I don't know your age. I don't know your financial, your financial commitments. But with you sharing that you don't have enough money for a ring, what I would do, what I would do is I would sit her down and talk to her and just say, hey, actually, no, I'll, I take this. I, I'll walk this back. You should propose without the ring and then see what happens. And then when she talks about a ring, you just say, listen, whatever you call her, babe, honey, sweetheart, whatever you call her. I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I just don't have money for a ring. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I want to. I'm not just doing this because I, I feel like it. But I'm trying to help our own relationship financially and plan for our future together. The problem is a ring is just one big investment that would really hurt us. I think that's what I, that would that would be my move. That would be my move. Because if she really if she does love you and you propose without a ring, that shouldn't bother her that much. I understand women want the ring and I, I get it. But if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. It's not gonna it's not gonna fall from heaven like manna. I think you should I think you should propose. I think you should explain to her the situation and then see what happens. But I believe if she loves you, you know, I, 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 I don't see a problem. If I, let, let me say this. If I were a guy, excuse me, if I were a girl and this guy demonstrated that he loved me, uh, uh, he said that he loved me, he, he, the proof was in the pudding and, you know, I loved him back and all that and he didn't have a ring, I'd be okay with that. Because, I mean, I, I, I understand. I would have to be like, you know what? He's, he's, he's shown, he's shown the signs are there. He's shown the proof. He's shown the evidence. I, I just, I, let me do it. Let me, let me say yes to this. That's, that's, that was, that's my advice to you. Um, congratulations though. Way, way, way to find love. Four, what is your opinion of CPAC? I'm pretty sure they just had CPAC in Orlando, I believe. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a suit and tie kind of guy. I don't like conferences. I don't like large arenas and you're sitting there and you're listening to one person speak. That's never really been me. Um, I mean, you know, if, if, if that's, if that's what someone wants to do, that's their business. It's just, um, it's not something that I would want to do. I don't really want to meet politicians and, and influencers influencers and stuff like that i i don't really care um i understand that it helps unify uh conservatives but in terms of in terms of the because you're asking me about cpac itself so i'm thinking the actual conference i don't care for it i'm not a i'm just not a conference person that's never been me and i don't think that ever will be me um five my friend and i were having a discussion a while back about illegal immigration he thinks that if anyone crosses illegally, that they should be shot. I think that is absolutely horrific. I do want strong borders and understand their importance. What do you think? Um. Okay. Let me let me be very very clear about this. Other countries do indeed shoot if you cross into their into their borders. 
And so what I believe, here's what I believe should happen. You tell people, because we're America, we're, we're better than every other nation in the world. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. What I would say is, if someone tries to cross illegally, I would say, listen, you cannot just come into this country illegally. You cannot do that. There, there are laws and processes that you have to go through to come in the right way. If you, if you try, you are going to be shot. And, and I, I, I have to agree with your friend. You give them a warning. You give them one warning. Here's my thing. I'm, I'm all for counting to three, but on, but after three, here comes the punishment. You cannot just come in to the, you can't just come into the country just because you want to. Think of it like personal property. If you have an apartment or a home, you aren't just going to let anyone just come in whenever they want or however they want. When you go over to someone's house or, or their place, there is protocol. You let them know that you're coming over. You contact them. You say, Hey, are you going to be around at this time? And you coordinate a time. They come to the door. They knock on the door. They knock on the door. They ring the, or they ring the doorbell or both. And then you let them in because it is your place. They can't just come through. They don't just go through the window. They don't, they don't bash in. They don't smash your walls down and come in. They don't do that. There's proper protocol. And if someone were to break into your home or to just try to come in, what would you do? You would defend yourself. Just say, you can't just do that. You have to, I, I try to look at things on, at, on a smaller scale. You can't just come in because you want to. A family would not just be able to barge into your home just because they want to. It doesn't work that way. You would say, listen, there's a way to go about this. You, I don't know you. Now, if I let you into my home and you go through the, prop, the proper pro- protocols, that's on, that's, that's on me. But you can't just come in how you would like. You can't just come in when you want, how you want. You can't do that. So, I don't think we should immediately shoot them. But what I am saying is, you say if you if you do cross illegally, if you come in here, if you try to if you try to run over, you will be shot. Do you want to proceed with that? Do you want to carry out these actions? You count to one, you count to two, you count to three, and if they continue, fire away. Six. My girlfriend is getting married. We have known each other since we were two. Oh wow. I have been attracted to her, but I never said anything. I listened to your latest episode about being friend zone. What should should I say something to her? If so, what? My girl my girlfriend Okay oh Oh okay, it's a space. Your girlfriend is getting married. So your friend who's a girl is getting married and you have feelings for her. Okay. Again. I think here's here's a big problem. You have to look at the relationship. You're like, is this worth having? I think what you should do, you should always you should always be authentic with people. You should be you should be genuine with people. I think what you should do is you just tell her, listen, I can't be your friend anymore because I'm in love with you. I can't watch you marry another man. I lost I lost my chance. I had an opportunity, but I didn't take it. 
I'm happy for you, but I, I can't continue our friendship because I'm in love with you. I don't think you can be someone to just be like, you know what? I was, I really wanted to be with you, but you know what? I'm still happy for you and let's still remain friends because you're always going to be jealous of, of her husband. There's going to be resentment. There's going to be bitterness. And really, there's now that threat of cheating because if she's having a hard time, you're her best friend, you're her best guy friend or whatever. She's going through a rough patch in a marriage, which is inevitable. And she'll go to you and you'll be like, oh, let me be your shoulder to cry on. And then that opens, the door is now open for an emotional, um, emotional infidelity, which can lead to physical infidelity. And you don't want that. I think you need to explain to her, because you've known her for so long, I don't think you should just cut her off. That I think is wrong to do. I think you should sit down with her and explain to her your position. You should be honest with her and say, listen, I've always wanted you. Always. And I can't be your friend anymore. Because you're going to be with someone else. And I, I want that person to be me. I want it to be us and not you and him. I think you should be honest with her. But I think you should ultimately um, end the uh, end the friendship. That's that's my opinion. Um, seven. What is your favorite type of music? I listen. I listen to so many things. I listen to man. I listen to bluegrass, country, um, rock. Um, you know, classical music. I mean, I, I really listen to rag, ragtime piano. I, I just like music. I really don't have... I don't have a preference. Gospel. I listen to a ton of stuff. I'm someone... I just look for quality. I look for good... I look for good material. I want good entertainment. I like good music. If it's good, I really don't care that much about the genre. If something's good, I'll, I'll concede that it was good. For example, there's uh there's um like this there's a song Graduation by Juice World and, and Benny Blanco. I really don't care about Juice World and I don't care about Benny Blanco. But I came across that song one day when I was on YouTube and it was uh it was to the it was the background music to another song and I was like, Wow, that was a that was a pretty good song. And then I uh I I listened to the song, I uh, I shazammed it and I was like, Let me listen to this song. And I, I liked it. And I'm not a, I'm nowhere, you know, Juice World is dead, but I'm, I'm not a Juice World fan. I'm not a Benny Blanco fan, but I like the song. I think it's good. So to me, I just like good music. I like quality. If something's good, gets me thinking and just, you know, I, I just like good music. So I don't have a favorite type of music. Um, yeah, good question though. Eight. How long would it take you to determine if you wanted to marry a girl? How long would it take you to determine if you wanted to marry a girl? I, here's the thing. I'm someone where I'm looking through the lens of marriage. I look through, because I'm already, because I already know that I want to get married. I'm already looking for certain qualities that I want. I'm looking for things that will compliment me, help me in areas that I'm weak in and stuff like that. It wouldn't take me very long. It would take me... Okay. It would take me... At, 
at the most, at the most, it would take me six months tops. It would take me six months to know. It's because it's, it's, it doesn't take, here's the thing. You can't fake someone for that long. That's why most jobs, their probationary period is how long? 90 days, maybe 120 days. Because you can't fake for three or four months convincingly. After, you know, the first, on the first date, you know within five minutes if this is going to work out in terms of a relationship. Then you build on that relationship. Okay, I've, I've seen this girl. I've seen her on her period, off her period. Uh, some good times, some bad times. In a six month span, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a good streak and you're gonna have a bad streak. You're gonna have another good streak and you're gonna have another bad streak. You're gonna see a mix and turn of events. Okay. That, that's just me. I, I don't, I don't need that long. People say, well, well, you should, you should date for years. It's like, it's like, uh, no. I, I just, I, I really don't think that you need, it takes that long. Um, and again, this is coming from someone who's never been married, who's never been engaged. Um, but you know, you see, I've seen, I've seen and heard so many stories of like people who they dated for a long period of time and they got married and they just, it just got worse. Like it, it was, it, they just, they lasted two years in marriage and, that, and then they broke up. Um, take, Can, Candace Owens is a good example. She dated her husband, uh, George, for two weeks, two weeks, and he reposed. And they're together. They're they're still together. One baby's here, another one's on the way. They're, from what I can tell, from the outside, they're doing well. You don't need that much time. That's that's just that's just my opinion. You. If you look for the right things and you play the game smart and you play the game the right way and you look for the right things, I don't think you need to spend that much time figuring it out. That's just me. Um, good, great question though. Um, nine. What is your take on asking a woman's parents for her hand in marriage? I think it's out of date and stupid since the two getting married can do whatever the hell they want. I'm. Here's the thing. I, I agree. When it comes to when it comes to a guy and a girl, at the end of the day, they can do it. When you, when you're an adult, one of the beauties of being an, an adult is, yeah, there's more responsibility. Responsibility, but you can do whatever you want. When I get to when I get to Texas, I'm gonna have my own place. I'll be able to do whatever I want, and that's gonna be a beautiful thing, and that's a really cool thing. When it comes to asking a girl, a girl's parents, one, th- I would. I would just ask the girl's parents for their blessing as kind of like as a formality. I would tell them, I'm not asking your permission to marry your daughter. I'm not, I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking for your blessing. And then whatever they say is whatever they say, but it's, it's not going to sway my opinion one bit. Oh, we'd absolutely love that. That's not going to make me feel really great. Or if they say, get the hell out of my house, that's not going to deter me at all. So, I, I think I think it's kind of a waste of time. I could I would possibly even pass on it. I could see myself doing that because at the end of the day, this this is actually something that I thought about maybe two or three months ago, and I realized I said, well, I wouldn't care about their opinion anyway. Because my thing is my thing is if you're gonna if you're gonna ask someone to do something and you do it anyway, 
what, whatever, just regardless of what their response is, and you're going to do it anyway, it shows that you really don't care about that. And deep down, I, I really wouldn't care what they, what her parents thought. I wouldn't. Now, if that were to mean, you know, well, we're not going to pay for your, we're not going to pay for the wedding or anything like that. We're, I, we refuse. Okay, well, then we'll just, we'll just elope. And that'll be it. But, um, I think it is kind of out of date. It's not something that I necessarily would do. I wouldn't care about it at all. I would I wouldn't be nervous at all. Um, yeah, that that would just, that would just be me. That's just me. Uh, I get that some people do it uh, out of tradition and stuff like that. I completely understand that. But I really I really don't care. I'll say this when it comes to tradition. When I look at when I look at things, I'm like. Does does this thing make sense? Don't just do something because well, this is the way it's always been done. That's kind of stupid. You want to look and see at some. You want to look at something and say, does this thing work? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Just because something is tradition doesn't mean that you should or shouldn't do it. You should always analyze the outcome of that thing. Does this really help anybody? It's the same thing that I talked about with, uh, um, where I talk about things in the Bible where, uh, or I'll say sometimes, sometimes a pastor will say, well, uh, you, uh, you shouldn't, um, well, you should not, uh, you shouldn't, uh, kiss while, while you're in the dating process. What are you talking about? That, like that, like, where'd you get that from? And it's nowhere in the Bible. It's something that's kind of been preached and taught and pushed and no one's questioned it until pretty much millennials and Gen Z where we started questioning the Bible pretty hard. So I think you should always look at tradition and say, well, what's the, what's the purpose of this thing? Now, I'm not saying the Bible is bad. I, I live my life based off the Bible. But there are things that have been pushed I'm just using church as an example. There have been things that have pushed in church that don't necessarily have any foundation. It's just, well, we, well, we've always done it this way. We've always, we've always done it like this. We've always, we've always practiced this. Well, why? No one's ever asked that. We just do it. Don't worry, don't worry about the why. We just do it. So, good question. 10. Uh, what are you most, yeah, 10. What are you most concerned about, uh, your move to Texas? I would probably say, you know what? I two things. Number one, weather. I've never been in the. I've never really been in the cold. Um, I've never desired. I don't like the snow. I don't like ice, but it's something that I'm going to have to deal with. So that's one thing. I'm. That's probably the number one thing. Number two, and this is kind of obvious, but finances. Um, it's not like I, it's not like I'll, I, I won't be able to not have a job. It's not like I'm, you know, my job is hundred percent secure. I could lose my job. I could move out there and then I, I get fired for whatever reason. So it's something that I, I, I do think about, but I would say, I would definitely say finances, especially as a, as a young man where young guy and guys know what I'm talking about. We are judged based off the things we have. We're judged based off our our job, our income, 
Um, do we have our own place? Things like that. We're, we're judged on those things. Um, women, you're, you're, you're not judged on those as harshly as men are. Not saying, not saying having a job doesn't matter to a woman. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is young men are judged based off their assets. We're judged based off what we have. Women are judged based more on their bodies and their personalities. That's, that's more heavy on, on the women's side. So those are the two things that are my top concerns, but everything else, you know, it's going to be a new place, a new state. Every face that I see will be new. It's going to be, it's going to be so different, but I, I look forward to the challenge. I look forward to meeting, to force myself to meet new people, to be uncomfortable, um, and putting myself out there. So I'm going to see what happens and I'm, I'm more, I'll say this, I am nervous, but my excitement beats out my nerves. Okay. 11. There is a cute guy at this restaurant my family and I go to a few times a month. I want to get his number, but I don't know what to do without being seen as awkward. How would you do it? There is a cute guy. Okay, I'm ass- okay, I'm assuming this is this is an employee of the restaurant. Now, I'm going to assume this is a waiter. I'm, I'm just going to go off. I'm just going to assume that this is a waiter. If this is a waiter, this is a guy where what you want to do. And because you're a girl, there's there's tremendous benefit to it because guys, we are much more receptive to to girls than girls are to guys in terms of being asked out and stuff like that. What I would do is I would just. Um, I would tell him, just be like, um, towards the end of the meal, just cause, so that way you don't have an awkward meal, but towards the end, kind of after the bill is paid, what you can do is just say, Hey, um, I'll just say Josh. Let's say his name is Josh. Hey, uh, Josh, um, I think you're really cute. Uh, I would love to, I would love for you to take me out on a date sometime. Here's my number. You put it on an, you put on a napkin. And then you just uh, just say whatever you want to do. If you call me or text me, fine. If you don't, fine. And then you just go you just go about your way. That's that's the best thing to do. Don't I would say don't be awkward and just just let them know. Just just be like, hey, this this is what I want. I think you're cute. Here's my number. Take it or leave it. And then you go on your way. I what you don't want to do is leave your number awkwardly. And then you like kind of like glance back and you you creepily watch him as he's clearing the table. But what you want what you want to do, and also you don't want to just leave your number on the table because there may just the busboy may just come out and just start cleaning and putting stuff in the in the tray that they carry, and then he never gets it. So you want to tell him to his face to make sure that he gets the message. And you know if you don't get him, fine. If you, if you do, then great. Okay, there, there's really there's. I'm, I'm glad that you're thinking about doing this, but what I want women to understand is if you sit, if you just actually guys and girls, both, if you just fantasize about someone, you're not doing anything. Even me as a Christian, I can't pray to God. Just be like, Oh God, I really, really, really like this girl. I w- I just wish she would be my girlfriend. You have to take steps in that direction. You have to ask them out. You have to give them your number. You have to put yourself out there 
It's a risk, yeah. But in order to gain anything, you have you have to give something up. That's how it works. It's a transaction. That would be that would be my advice to you. Um yeah, that's that's just what I would do. Uh, let me know how that goes, by the way, if you, if you go along with it or you don't take my advice or whatever you want to do, but let me know how that goes. Um, 12, you have shared that you prefer younger girls, but you would be open to older girls. How many years would be the cutoff? Okay. Now let me say, let me say this when I, when I say, when we talk about younger girls, obviously I mean younger than me, not, not people who are minors. Okay. Let me just be clear about that. I don't want, you know. Someday this comes out, it's like, oh my god, younger girls? Oh my god, he's a pedophile. It's like, no, girls who are younger than me. Okay. So how many years would be the cutoff for to date a girl who's older than me? You know, I'm a guy who wants kids. So it's something that I would look at. And to me... Well, here's the thing. A geriatric, preg- geriatric pregnancy is considered... It's... Thir- it, at age 35, and you get pregnant at age 35, that's a geriatric pregnancy. So it's going to be a little rough, okay? With me with me being 20, five years younger than me would be 18, okay? Could I date someone five years older? Could I date a 28-year-old? I think, I let me say this, I think, I think so. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I could, I could see myself. You know what, you know, you know what I would be open to? If they are, if they are 27, if they are 27 and below, I would do that. If they're, if they're 27 or younger, I could do it. So I could do, I could do, my age range right now would be anywhere. It would be. 18, ideally, ideally, my age range would be 18 to uh, 23, so my age to 18, but my whole gap would be 18 to 27. That, that's, that would be what I would be open to. You know what? No, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go 28. I'll go, I'll go five years both ways. I'll go five years both ways. 18 to 28. Um, but yeah, I would, I would certainly be open to that. 13. Good question, by the way. Cause it's, it's something I used to not think about dating older girls. Cause one, I know that girls prefer older guys. And many times girls that are, if it's a younger guy, they're going to be like, uh, he has some, he has some growing to do. He has some maturing to do. And I've, I've, I'll say this. I've been in a situation one time where there was this girl who, uh, we were kind of into each other and she said, you know, Solomon, you're, you're really great, but you're just, you're younger than me. And I just, I, I can't do it. Like if, if you were, if you were my, cause she was, uh, she was two years older than me. And she was like, if you were my age or older, I'd be all over you. But I, I can't get over the, the fact that you're younger than me. And so, I mean, I, I respected that. Cause I mean, girls kind of, they, they're kind of wired to prefer older guys. So that doesn't bother me. 
But anyway, uh, 18 to 28 would be my would be my range, but preferably 18 to uh, 23. Okay, good question. 13. If you could snap your fingers and only fix one of America's problems, what would it be? Abortion. If I could snap my fingers, I would end abortion. If I could, if I only could contribute one thing, it would be a finger snap and end abortion. Like it, just, like it just stops completely. That's what I would do. Hands down. There's nothing I hate more than killing babies. There's not, there's nothing I hate more than that. It's, it's an evil and disgusting thing. That's what I would do. Hands down. Um, next question. 14. How would you react to your girlfriend proposing to you? Oh, wow. How do you overall feel about a woman proposing to a man? How would you re- how would I react? You know, I per- I personally think I would beat my girlfriend to the punch. But if this is a girl that I'm into and I love her and she loves me and I know that I want to spend the rest of my life with her, and we have the same uh, values, goals, and beliefs, and things like that. The proposal wouldn't matter that much to me because it's the proposal. Here's the thing about proposals and weddings. I think people overdo them because these are just small moments in time. These are small seconds-long interactions. But your your the main goal is the marriage, and and the length of time and the quality that you guys. Uh, the quality, the, the quality of the um, relationship that you guys have in the long run. A proposal is just a moment in time. I would be okay with that. I, would I? Would I be like, man? I wish. I wish it were me that were proposing. Yeah, I, I'd prefer it be me. But if this is a girl that I love and I'm into, and she loves me and she's into me, and our relationship is we're like a partnership, we're a team, um, we're giving our very best effort. I'd be. I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. Now, traditionally speaking, I would prefer that the guy does it. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with a girl doing it. Uh, overall, I just think what the, the, that when the man shows, when the man is the one who proposes, he kind of shows that he's the one that's in charge of the relationship, and he shows that he's the leader. So that's, um, yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, I wouldn't, Cause I, I know some guys where it's like, well, I would, I would, I would say no, but it's like, well, why? It's like, well, cause she asked me and it's like, okay, yeah, but you're, you're forgetting, you're forgetting the bigger picture here. The idea is that you spend the rest of your life together. It's not just, oh man, she beat, she beat me to the punch. I can't believe she did that. It's the, it's the bigger picture. That's what you want to look at. So yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't like it, but I'd be like, you know what? If I'm into her and she's into me and we're going to make this work, let's do it. I'd be all for it. Okay. 15. Would you rather control minds or know the future? Minds or the future? Con- control minds or know the future? God, I just... I would... Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Controlling minds is way too tempting. It's too evil. It's it's wrong to do. I would I would rather know the future. Because if I control minds then it's not real. 
Like, say it was, there was this girl that I that I really, really had a thing for, and I just wanted her to fall for me. I could just control her mind into, into falling in love with me. But deep down, I would know she doesn't really love me because I, I'm making her do this. Um, and it's, it's, it's also, it's also unethical. I just, I'm, I'm not a power hungry person. I just, I, I would feel uncomfortable with being able to do that. Now, reading minds, well, that would be, that would be another thing, but I would prefer knowing the future because I would, my life would be a lot better. I mean, just, I'm just, imagine how much better your life would be if you knew the future. Cause people say, well, there are things that you probably don't want to know. It's like, that's true. But overall, the benefit of being able to know what's going to happen before it happens is that what a benefit that is. I mean, seriously, nothing would take you by surprise. Okay, you would be, you wouldn't have act, you wouldn't have accidents. You would, you know, you could beat out any storm that's coming. You say, okay, I need to get away from here. Um, you could know what your your future spouse looks like. You could know. You you could know so much, and it would benefit you tremendously. You could get rich from it. There's a lot of things. So, yeah, I would say know the future. Good question. Sixteen. As a woman, I've always wanted to know what does an erection feel like to men. It's like a. It's a strong. It's like you have this tremendous need to release. And it, it can be sore. It can be it's it's really hard to explain to someone. Guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But girls I mean it's not your fault, but you don't you don't understand because you simply don't have this you don't have the organs. I I've never really, I've never really thought about this until I saw the question and decided to put it in. I would say it's like a strong feeling to release, and it can be, it can be stiff, it can be uncomfortable, it can be awkward. And let me, like, girls, let me say this about erections. You don't understand them. The penis shape shifts. It's not the same size all the time. It's not, it's not, you know, reg, it's not regular size, and then erection it's not it's not only two things it can shrink it can grow more towards not where it's like semi-erect it, it's a shapeshifter okay so yeah that, that's kind of what i wanted to say i i don't i don't really know how else to explain it you could probably go on like google or reddit or something like that to get a better answer but guys know exactly what i'm talking about 17, if you were in the financial situation, would you get a muscle car? No, I'm not a car guy like that. I'm just, I'll like, I'll look at them, but I'm someone to me, if you're going to have, if you're going to have a muscle car, you better know what you're doing with it. And you, you're probably going to do some work on it. You're going to want to be under the hood. And that's, that's just not me. That's never interested me. I like looking at them, but in terms of driving or owning one, I'll pass. 18. If you knew a person was cheating on someone and you you knew and had proof, would you tell this person? Um, if this is a person that I'm clo- if this is a person that I'm close to and I care about, yeah, I would. Because that's what you do when you care about people. That's what you do with your friends. You tell them the truth even when they don't want to hear it. Okay? And 
because here, here's my thing. If if my if I were in a relationship and buddies of mine knew that my girlfriend was cheating and didn't tell me, I would feel I would feel doubly hurt because I'd be like, well, I can't trust her and I can't trust you because you knew you could have told me you could have helped me out, but you didn't. So I I, I would have I would have to. I mean, there's no way that I there's no way that I couldn't. I I just I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can call someone a friend and not tell them something that crucial. Especially if you had proof. It'd, it'd be one thing if you saw something, but you couldn't prove it. That's one thing. But if I if I see something, and I know something, and I can prove that thing, how 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 would I how would I say no? How how would, how would I just sit on that? I think that'd be really evil, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want that to happen to me. So that's that. 19 almost there if you could vote today for any person to become president who would you vote for ron desantis i would say ron desantis because what we need here's the problem let me say this i like donald trump but here's my problem with trump trump comes with a lot of baggage and he's old we got to stop voting for old politicians we shouldn't have Here's, here's, here's why you want politicians to be young. Because when you have young politicians, you realize that they are going to be the ones who live. They, cause they'll, cause they'll pass policy that, that involves them. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, he'll push policies that the, first of all, the economy is, has already been wrecked, but he's pushing things that he won't have to, he won't have to deal with it because he's going to be six feet under. He's going to be dead. So when you have younger politicians, you have people who are in office who are like, okay, if we push this, they too will experience this and that will, that will be a factor in their judgment. Cause it's, e- it's easy to, it's easy to do something that won't affect you. It's easy to say, oh, let's just do this and it doesn't affect you at all. That's easy. That's really, really easy. It's a much different thing when you have some skin in the game. It's a much different thing when what's going to happen will affect you. I like Donald Trump, but I really like Ron DeSantis, man. I really, really do. If I could vote for him, and I, I do believe he's going to... I do believe he's going to... I don't see him not running. I mean, I, I, I would be stunned. I would be completely stunned. Um, here's my thing. If you're a Republican, this is the greatest year to run this this is like the greatest time to run because it's like look at look at the guy who's in and look at the look at the vice president like it's not gonna no one likes them so if you're a republican this is the time to run but i i would have to say ron DeSantis. i really really that's a that's a strong guy man that's a strong leader he's not afraid of the media he pushes back he fights back and here's the thing you know who they're afraid of Based off how much attention you get, they were af- the media was afraid of Donald Trump. That's why they said, "How can we break this guy down? How can we make people afraid of him?" That's that's what that's when you know you're that's when you know you're close. That's when you know you're good. That's when you know you're on the right track. When they're doing everything in their power to destroy you, when the, the when the the when the the mainstream media tries to destroy you in every single way that they can, you know you're doing something right. Okay, but anyway, it'd be Ron DeSantis. Good question. Twenty. 
What do you think of girls who work at Hooters? Some of my guy friends think that they are trashy. I disagree because sometimes you have to take a job where you can get one. Um, let me say this. I can understand where your guys, where your, where your, uh, your, uh, where your quote unquote guy friends are coming from. The reason, because here's the thing. It's not like at Hooters, you're hired for your personality. You're hired because you're sexy. You're hired because you're a young, hot girl with a nice pair of tits that guys want to look at. That's kind of the point of Hooters. And I have no problem with that business model. Um, I mean, I, I, I have no contentions with it. And I, and I kind of agree with you. Sometimes you got to, now there are some jobs immoral, like, you know, you know, being, being a porn star, being, you know, being an assassin. Obviously those are bad jobs, but Hooters isn't, isn't, it's not working at Hooters. isn't one of those jobs. It's, it's, it's a job. You got to make money. You got to make ends meet. And if that, if that's how, if that's the only job you can get, I have no problem with that. Or if that's the best job available to you, take it. You're not a bad person because you work at Hooters. You know, I knew, I knew one, I knew one girl, excuse me. No, I knew two girls who, uh, who worked at, um, well, it wasn't, it's, it's not called Hooters, but it's called Twin Peaks, but it's, it's, it's a knockoff Hooters. Um, but I knew two girls there and they just said, well, I, I, I need a job. And, uh, they pretty, I pretty much asked them, I said, well, why Hooters? And they said, well, I mean, look at me. And they had, they were, I'll just, I'll put it in PG terms. They were very blessed up top. Okay. It wasn't too big. It wasn't huge. They were very proportional. They looked very nice. And I was like, I get it. So, and I'll also say this, because I talk about using your gifts and finding the best thing that you, what's the best thing that you can do and you want to do that thing. If there's a gift that you have, use it, whether it's physical, if that's singing, go sing. If that's, if you have a really nice body, that, 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 that too is a gift because there are some people who are born in really bad looking bodies. So you want to use what you have. I have no problem. I have no problem with someone who works at Hooters. If my girlfriend worked at Hooters, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I can understand where your where your guy friends are coming from, because the thing here's the thing about that. The main reason it's not like we go to Hooters for the food. It's not bad food, but it's not the reason we go there. We go to Hooters because we get to see good looking women in. Uh, Low cut tops. All right. So that was uh, the last question. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I look forward to your next one. And keep them coming.